Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treats is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you made it here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got to the man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50. B-L-E-A-V-50 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. We're here with our host, former cornerback Eric Warfield and former tight end Jason Dunn. And tonight we're welcomed with probably one of the most outspoken former Chiefs players on Twitter and Sean Smith. Sean, former Gamecock, former Chiefs, and former Titan. And this week it's Chiefs and Titans week. So, Sean, how are you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing excellent, man. I can't complain at all. You got to follow him, man. He's, he, he says what he says and he, he speaks his mind. You follow him <laughs> on Twitter. Instagram. I just what else say? What? Follow him in his F-150. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I just try to be transparent with the fans and be, you know, truthful. And especially after sometimes when you win, lose, and give them that 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 locker room vibe. I try to give them information without too much information. You know what I mean? And so they get that play play that fan experience. You know, they always want to know, especially after a big win or, or a loss, anything. You just want to know what it's like and what your thoughts is. Because people value people value what we say more than the beat writers. If you if you pay attention, no no disrespect to the beat writers, but that's, they really pay attention to what we say and value what we say. Because we've been in the locker room, lived it and done it. Exactly. So I can look at your comments and I can read them and I can I can understand them more and I can re- I can respond appropriately. It's hard for me to respond to somebody that's, and I don't want to say that's never played the game, but doesn't understand the game because the fans, I know they 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 understand it. They've been watching it for so long to where they're so emotionally invested to where they think they understand the game a little bit more than what they do. And so when certain plays are called and, and it doesn't work, it's always like, why would we run that? Why would we throw that? Why wouldn't we do this? Why not do that? Why did you know, he why did he check? Why did he thread that? Why did he ch- come on? You already hey, know, man. These coaches we are one, paid man. a shit ton of money to make these calls. I can't question what they call and why don't they make them call. Yeah. So I'm not gonna sit here and argue why we did this and it was successful. It just was successful because you got another professional on the other side. That's all it is. Exactly. That's like playing chess, though, bro. You playing chess. That's exactly what you do, man. You're not gonna be 100 percent correct at any game that you play. I don't care. Nobody plays a perfect game. Exactly. Like, like every game, you can you, there, there's there's series in the game that you can just look at and be like, man, this looks absolutely horrible, right? And it just turns out that way. But it, I, I'm kind of like y'all, man. I, I'm I'm I was telling the dude, man, I'm 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 a little bit over it. I'm I'm over like the fans who, who, you know, all of a sudden it's like you know the bandwagon. Well, we ride with them when they're good, man. Look, y'all been three AFC championship games the last three years, right? Two Super Bowls, won one of them, should have won the one last year, but here we go. All of a sudden. Uh, I'm not gonna listen. Look at the TV or this. You know he's got. Look, man. Look, I said. Look, if you if you could just imagine yourself, like if everybody just put themselves in everybody's shoes, like if your job, we went to your job and looked at your job, how would you look? How would you perform? Would you do everything right? I mean, would everything be right? Just the, the, the camera on you too. So I just think, man. You know, people look. You, you could be critical of players. You could be critical of play. 
but be fair too while you're doing it. Be fair when you're yeah. making these assessments. Yeah. Yeah, it, but that's the thing. And, I, and, I, and I'm critical. Sometimes you question, just like you be watching, like, man, why are you going for four for one? Why are you steady going for it? When you're supposed to go for it, you don't go for it. You go for it the opposite times. You know what I mean? Because some, some coaches are really into them tendencies like that. They live by it like tendencies, like live by it. Just like, just like you know, I, you know, uh, JD, you're an offensive player, so you know when y'all need, when y'all need, when y'all got a team that's a pass rushing team, oh, oh we just gonna run screens and draws on them. We'll slow their ass down. Screens yeah. and draw their ass. They stop. They won't get to the quarterback, and then they start backpedaling. Then they're gonna hit them with the the run game again. Start running the ball. Then now you got the defense all the side, so you don't know if the team want to blitz. Or cover or what? Now you got them on their toes, so you can do whatever. It's just a matter of what goes on that Sunday that works. <laughs> that works. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, because anytime you find a team, like you said, and, and you know, like you, game planning goes into that the whole week. The whole week. That's what we're doing. Like you said, we we're playing on tendencies. You know, what do they like doing? What do they do well? Right. Let's use that against them. Let's use our strength against you know what they do and what they don't do well. And so, look, everybody's doing the, the game planning, you know, on these teams, you know, and against us, it's the same thing. If somebody's had success against the Chiefs, guess what? The defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator say, well, look, let's see what that team did well, right? Where would they have been able to, to look at their weakness and let's exploit it? And so they might do some of the same things because, like you said, you know, it's a chess match. So why would I not take something from, you know, maybe a, a team, like I always go back to Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, they just made sure that the Chiefs weren't going to beat them deep. They just made sure, like, look, I don't care what they you do. The whole time, in the, in the minute, they, they, they had too high. They didn't care. We're not going to get beat deep. I don't care. <laughs> Y'all can let please kill, please kill us all across the middle. All you want, think it done. We're not right. getting beat deep, right? And it worked. Right. It worked. It worked. It worked. Well, I tell you what, they got a locomotive coming in this week. Ooh, you ain't kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Joker, hey, that Joker right there is dynamic. Hey, you can see, man, the DBs, none of them Jokers, they, hey, second half, ain't not one of them want to touch him. They ain't want to hit hey. that straight up. Derrick Henry is a full offense to him by himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you, know, you had both of your receivers go down, and you know they ain't got nobody else ready to throw to, and they still end up pulling off the win. Guess what? You can put eight in the box on him. Yeah. <laughs> that stiff arm is serious, okay? That stiff arm is a stiff arm. But Sean, 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 if, if you don't catch the stiff arm, you might catch the full 250 pounds coming at you though. Oh, you catch it up. I was that hot, hot boomer. <laughs> That's how you go here. Bumbling, rumbling, because he, he gonna run you over, man. I mean, dude, I remember, man, because I used to do the Nike opening, man. I remember coaching. And he was in. He was in it, man. I remember they had him out there. His coach brought him out there. And we were not looking like, bro, that's a big ass dude, man. <laughs> big ass dude. They were like, he's going to Alabama. I was like, damn. <laughs> true. I mean, he's the truth, though. I mean, uh, still, this game. This is still. This. This is this game right here is going to be a good game for the Chiefs because this is also the turning point. You know. As you're going into November, you know, with the trade deadline coming up, you kind of see where your team at and see what what's the medicine pieces you need because you got to win when it get cold. You know, we're a cold football type of team anyway when we get strong as the games come on. You know how Arrowhead is with that wind, that chill. We yeah. like <laughs> November, December is our type our, our, our type of games. Just, just, just in general – just being out, but that's just our type of weather of playing, of playing football. So I think that's going to be very huge for us. You know what I mean? Getting getting this win against the Titans. I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to tell you, the score will probably be 34-21. I hope that's the case, but I tell you what, it's going to start in the trenches, though. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Whoever won that line of scrimmage, because if we can't, if we can't control or win the line of scrimmage and we let that locomotive get a, get a head start, we in for hell. We in for a hell of a night, or a hell of a day. I, I need. I need the rookie to show up too, though. Nick Bolton. That's gonna be a nice matchup right there. That's gonna be a nice. That's. I like that rookie. He, I, I've been watching him since he was in high school. He went to high school with my brother here in uh, Texas, here at Frisco. So, been watching the kid and watching him play. He, 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 he. He's he, getting better throughout the season. 
Yep. He's getting better. If you notice, he's getting better. He was making mistakes in the beginning of the season, from rookie mistakes, not knowing you know, certain yeah, things. Yeah. It's the NFL. It's different than college. So, you know, you got to make that adjustment. You start seeing that with certain young guys, some of my young guys. Um, that's why I feel like we, we could make this – we could make this nice, nice going, going, uh, you know, out of the next eight games, if we win at least six out of the eight, I feel like we could. Yeah, I mean, the NFL is completely different, man. You got to understand, like, you got to adjust to the speed, you got to adjust to the size. On top of that, you got to adjust to being some. Some of those guys out there are are, are role models of yours, so you you starstruck at times too. So it's like, you know, it's you you eyes buck wide out there because it's until you catch that first hit and realize you're in the moment. You know, because what I did was I used to go out there before every game, and me and E. Hicks do this little head, but boom, just wake each other up. But when you feel like, you know, you go out there, you get that first hit at a first initial contact and realize that what the speed and, 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 the, and the size yeah, of this I'm, game. I'm around. And so I, I think Nick is at that point to where he's starting to pick it up. He's learning a lot more. He's seeing a lot more. You know, and at that time, he might have been, you know, a little starstruck at, at, with, with certain situations or players. But he's at that point now, he's making plays. Now, what I saw last week against, especially with the, um, the, the, the Washington team, he, he was making some, some, some key plays for the defense. Well, but, but not only just adjusting to the speed of the game also, you got to think about digesting the playbook, right, and the system that you're running. And I know on defense, there's going to be some things that, that – that you do a lot more in the NFL that you don't do quite in college, right? A lot of combination coverage, you know, and, and you what you do is you disguise a lot of it. They do a great job of doing that. Offensively, you're just talking about just the number of plays, the motions, the things you man, I and and I'll tell you what, when I was coaching, I could see on the sideline, every all the coaches used to tell the, you know, the kids and quarterbacks what to do. Look on the sideline. They throw the little little sign. You know, that's the whole little thing they do now. Yeah. The little sign and stuff up, what you, you know, but that ain't like that in the NFL. In the NFL, man, you got to know everything on the spot right now. And it's clicking. So with him, man, you know, by two by two, we got to go make the check. Where this passing strip is going, if we to the boundary, what we got going, what you can't, shit, coach will hit you in the middle again. Hey, man, go back to camp rules. Camp rules, nigga, we've been out of camp for four weeks. How we going back to camp rules? Nah, man, when they go in that mesh, and bunch, oh man, crack yeah, coming. Yeah. You supposed to know that. You supposed to know the toss is coming, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you see Hines Ward tickling out, tickling out, he's coming back to crack you. It's just certain little stuff like that. When you watch film, you see it is it's gonna help you come, you know, oh, yeah. get better. And that's the thing. That's the biggest problem with a lot of players. That's why you gotta give them time to really develop by that third year because they gotta learn how to become true professionals in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We see we seen a number of guys that that that, that had the talent, but for whatever reason, just didn't even grasp you know the, the whole concept of what you need to do and just getting things wrong. And you start doing that, man, as a player, you ain't gonna be around long. It's just that's just how it is. And you don't know. I'm gonna be honest. No um, injuries, Joe. Alignment, assignment. <laughs> yes. Technique. <laughs> and not not to mention. You got to get out of the old tendencies of like, like being in college also too. Like when you're just being on your own, that's a whole different dynamic, just the whole lifestyle in itself, right? That's just that, it, you know, being in the city and, you know, being, that's that's a whole different thing. So I think he's doing a good job, man. I, you know, and-, and no, just, I mean, I think he is, I just see his growth. He just, yeah, I just, yeah. I just okay. feel like we, we haven't had no linebackers since DJ, DJ. Left, bro. Just, since yeah. DJ left, and I feel like Nick's the next, the next thing to that to to yeah. chase to chase DJ records. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get him some help around. Get him some help around. Like the Chiefs, the last decade, man. DJ, we ain't had no linebackers, bro. We we never been known for having good linebackers. Just period. We always get mediocre guys. You know, <laughs> nothing against. Yeah, DJ's been that one guy. You know what I mean? We never had a trio, a linebacker trio. Like other teams have two dominant linebackers, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, and uh, and actually, Bolden actually leads rookies in tackles right now with forty. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um. He's so, good, man. He's gonna pick up for us. No doubt yeah. about it. Great. 
Um, a question I want to ask you guys, um, this is something that because we kind of talked about Twitter and fans blowing up. Uh, over the last few days uh, since uh, Sunday at, at halftime, or right before halftime, um, Adam Teicher tweeted out that uh, Tyron Matthews going, all, going ballistic on the sidelines. Um, and just a lot of fans have been giving him a lot of hate for the way he acted in that. But I got to say, coming out in the second half, they seemed a little, there was like a, like a, like a lit a fire on our, our butts, you know, 21 nothing in the second half. I mean, it had to, it had to have done something, right? It must have lit a spark. So I saw that. But the one thing that uh, one of the ex players kind of commented, and I kind of agreed with him, it was, uh, I don't, it was the game before, and it was tiring through his hands up twice when Dan, when Dan got beat. Uh, and so it's, it's kind of like, you know, you calling your teammate out when you're doing that and looking at him, and then you're getting frustrated. At times, you, you can't show that kind of, of selfishness during a game. You know, you calling your teammate out, especially on, you know, national TV. I get you, look, Sean, I get it. Dan may not have played the ball right, may not have played the play right, whatever, whatever reason, you don't call your, your teammate out like that. And so I know the last game, he kind of got a little upset at how the way the defense has been playing. Defense has been playing like crap. You're part of defense. I've been a part of defenses like that, but I'm, you know, and, and I'm, 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 I'm with you with that to a certain extent because you could ask Tyler, anybody that played with me in, in, in the two years when I was with the Chiefs, yo, I'm gonna call you out, bro. I'm gonna hold you accountable because guess what? I'm busting my ass up here taking on these double teams, and you back there over there. Tweeting your thumbs back there and your back pedal trying to look sweet with your towel hanging out. Yo, get, get the fuck back. GTF. You know it. Come on. So it's just, it's just simple things. And he throwing his hands up too sometimes. People ain't paying attention too. But also a couple times time right now, throwing his hands on. Throwing his hands up at Spags too. Why are you calling this? You know what personnel we have. Why are you calling this? Why? I'm all for it. If, if, if it's for Spags, I'm no, 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 I'm saying, no, no. I agree with what I'm saying. I agree and disagree because both of, we both are right about it. You know what I mean? A certain thing, but you also know there's always one guy that's going to call somebody out on the defense. There's always one guy on the offense that's going to call out. Normally, it'd be the quarterback or the prima donna receiver. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that's going to call hold. You got to have somebody that hold it out because guess what? Somebody's still going to, oh, we got to have a player's meet. You, you know the typical shit when you lose it <laughs> or whether you win and we ain't liking what the coaching staff doing. Oh, we coming this way. It's, it's good to have that vocal, that captain of the defense to go out there to get shit started. Like, if I got to go out there and get everybody prompt to say, hey, we ain't doing this. We getting the ball pounded down our throats every drive right now. This is not our identity. This is not who we are. This is not what we get paid to do. I get that. I'm all for that. You know, but when it comes to individualizing somebody or or calling out somebody during a, you know during a game, I'm not for that. You know, if I got to pull you to the side and say, "Hey, look, man, if things are not working out, let us know as a unit. This is our secondary. We got we hold the rear end to this defense. Whatever happens at the end of this is on us. So we can discuss this amongst each other. If we need to get a different play call, there's a different play call." And y'all normally, normally check out our shit anyway. If y'all don't like what – that's the thing I can say about DB. If y'all don't like what's being called, y'all don't want to check out of it. <laughs> True. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Y'all don't You know what I mean? And, and I feel well, like sometimes so, – Sean, you, you 100% right correct. Now. And so, like, what I'm saying is, like, even with that being said, with those plays that were called – there is no way we should have Dan Sorensen covering somebody one-on-one in the secondary. He's a safety. He should be the one back there either making a big hit, coming downhill, or trying to make a play at knocking the ball down. He should be one-on-one with any receiver at, at a given time. First of all, if I'm a quarterback and I see 49 covering, I don't care who he's covering in the slot, I'm going. I'm checking it automatically. That should be your go-to. It should be. I, I, I'm checking automatically because guess what? The minute he get in his drop, eh, eh, the receiver the deep and boom, he oh, he gone, man. Every 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 time I sit here watching, and I'm not no DB. Right, right. So if I can sit at home and dissect that that easy, he's not a cover guy, son. So yeah, I know. You are, I know. You are 100 right. So that's what I'm saying. So why do Spags keep putting him in that situation? And that's why 
Tyron did what he did. That I'm vouching for that. Why he threw his hands up? Because I'd rather have Tyron in the uh, in the slot. And guess what? Tyron sometimes get his ass done up in the slot too, especially in the red zone. That's his weakest point in the red zone. They be killing his ass with crossings every time. See, and, and I tell you what, maybe, and, and I, I look at it like this, right? The thing is, does he have the ability and, and, and really the green light to call guys out? He does because of his play in the past has spoken on it. So he has that. So you, Pat gets on everybody on offense, right? Whether it's motivation, saying this, saying that. And it, it, yeah, it shows frustration. I, I know sometimes we look at it, but in the locker room, unless a guy actually calls, you know, comes straight to you and says like, oh man, what did you? That, that's one thing. But, you know, showing their frustration, like, I, I think you, you see guys on the sideline, like, oh, like, how's he wide open? Or a guy's dropping it. They're like, oh, all the time. And and look, and the guy knows, too. If you get burnt, he knows he's burnt. You know what I'm saying? He knows it. So he's probably like, well, I, I would have threw my hands up, too, at me, you know, because I'm getting burnt. It's just, so, hey, it's just like it's just like when a quarterback knows he threw that touchdown. Throw them hands up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, you got it. So, I, look, look, we are professionals. But, you know, Tyron is, without a doubt, the captain of defense. He, he, he's that guy. He's the one that everybody goes to. He's the one that's – he's the general, making sure everybody's in the right place, where they should be. So he makes, he's making sure, like, look, there's no reason everybody – if everybody's doing their job, and I always, I always said this, you know, it's, it's where everybody's not doing their job. If everybody's not doing their job right, you see one joker who's not with the program, or he's the one getting burnt. Yeah, hey man, what's what's going on? You know, so I'm gonna take. I'm making. I'm gonna go deeper. We doing conditioning, e, and we on defense. We gotta run, and then we gonna keep running till everybody make that time. What's gonna happen? <laughs> somebody gonna call it out. Come on now. Who's or somebody get, or somebody gonna get knocked in the mouth. Something one one of the two, so right, right. So, see, see, we don't we, we don't get too much of that right now anymore. Oh but man, it's, I, it's, I just it's, I just it's, tried, it's, to, it's, I I like tried to support my, my squad, man. That's all it is. No, no, no. Hey, oh. I, understand, I understand, I understand, I understand the bigger picture. Of, well, not even the bigger picture, but I understand the the casualties that that happen during war, and and, and it's gonna happen. You know, and it just so happens that our defense is damn near dead last in, in, in everything, in every category. And, and and when something happens, it happens, you know, it's so far with the few games we've had, Dan just happens to be in the picture. So, and I just, you know, I, I try to support the squad right, no matter what. You a JP, you, you, you don't got burnt before too, shit. Exactly. I don't got burnt. I know the feeling. I don't miss a tackle before. I, I, I ain't great shit. I'm, I'm just saying. But that's I, why so I said it's funny when it, from the beginning. I said, forget okay, it's funny sitting back here now, like we're Stephen A and all of them, but the difference is we actually played it. So we know a little bit more. So that gives us a little, I say, a little more freedom to, you know, chime in and talk our shit when we want to sometimes. Because we really yeah. It's it's like it's like you said, like your brother, right? Like I, I got brothers. My older brother get on me like, I mean, what you doing, man? Like how can you didn't, how can you didn't make this tackle? How can you didn't do this? And so I would I would respect it coming from him or him saying that, as opposed to like you said, somebody who is who, who's just using disparaging remarks, like a Stephen A or somebody who's like even like podcasters. Look, I, I get it, right? This device gives everybody a chance to voice their own opinions about certain things. And I, that's why I say we shouldn't get caught up in every little thing. We should take criticism and praise the same way, right, with a grain of salt. And if we're too far into, like, the praise of it as opposed to the criticism, then it's going to be an imbalance. And that's what's part of the, the part of the problem. And I think part of the fan base, that's that's what I was saying. You know, we, we, we are real people, too. We got emotions. We got things. We out here trying to do our job. Ain't like nobody's trying to win, uh, lose. Or, or 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 win ain't like nobody is 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 trying to get replaced, you know, during their they job. But the thing is, look, everybody's trying. We are barring injury and all these different things to make sure we get these things right. We want to win for ourselves, our family, and our and our and our fans. Period. That's it. If we didn't want to do that, we probably wouldn't be on the team. And a guy that won't be on the team who didn't want to be good, that's the guy that needs to be called out. That's the guy that you gotta let know. Like, listen, this guy right here ain't with it. He ain't with the program. He ain't trying to get better. He's on his own. You know, uh, uh, 
He's a, he's on his own little uh, program. That guy right there, we got to get rid of. Him. So guess what? We get rid of him. You got to get rid of him. And you know how you know it's always somebody on the team anyway. Like, hey, man, we got to get him up out of here, coach. <laughs> go, go up there on a Tuesday. You see who be snitching and who ain't, who ain't, who, who ain't, man. You get, you get to find out. I'm telling y'all a little too, telling people a little too much, but you know, it's just, it is what it is. I'm from that old school era, though, but nah. Hey, hey, hey look, man, we're trying to win. We're trying to win now. It's ain't, it's ain't participation trophies out here. And, and that's the thing I get mad about right now from defense. For, for, for us right now, we ain't bringing nobody in for no workouts. We ain't doing we ain't doing nothing. And I just feel like, man, this is what got Andy Reid out of Philadelphia. You know what I mean? Not being funny. And I'm not saying go none, but John, I made this comment a couple weeks ago. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, since Patrick has been there, we haven't brought in anybody. Since him, yeah. we already had Tariq Hill. We already had Kelsey. I think we already had McCole. Um, you know, we already had Chris Jones. We was Tyron Matthew already there before that, Beach? That, that, that was one of Beach's first uh, free agents. Okay. Yeah. Outside of Tyron, we haven't brought anybody else in that's just a standout player. Nope. Because guess what, though? Nobody. Draft or free agency. I love Veach thinking, you know what he's thinking? He's thinking like a true businessman. It's cheap. I can give me some. I got the, the high big pieces I need. I fill in, guys. I can just fill in here cheap here. That's why we have money. That's why we signed Pat Holmes to the deal we signed him to. Because not only that, he, he's building a legacy off the field and brand, bringing water burgers, he's bringing jobs and money to the community. So they look okay. at the business. I get this. I get all this. That, But that ain't. So if you're trying to do, tell me that he's trying to do it, the the Belichick and 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 and, and uh, what's my owner out there? Craftway. Uh, I get that. You yo yo your centerpiece is Mahomes, which is which is which is uh, Brady. Yeah. So everything else that you bring in, you bring in the best potential you can, and you gonna you gonna make it. You gonna produce it. But we haven't brought in that potential yet to produce anything to where we have these. Whether it's a Pro Bowl uh, defender outside of Chris Jones or Tyron Matthew, we don't have those guys. Belichick is bringing the guys every single year. He bring, yeah, I, he's been doing that maybe the last five years. Before though, when they was doing all that, he was Belichick bringing, still has guys on defense that are dogs. Oh yeah, he, how you look at? He always going to find them. But guess what? He has defense guys on dogs, but his offense be too put. His offense be too put. It's okay, this offense doesn't have to be worth anything. You got you got Tom Brady distributing that, that thing. Exactly, and and I get what you're saying. We got we got Mahomes, but we still need pieces. We need we need some more pieces. We besides Bolton just drafted him. We still we every time we we don't never go after nobody, never, never. Even when I was a free agent, I'll never forget. Well, uh, Pioli was like, nah, him and Ty head, nah, you're not gonna get that. All right, bye. Yeah, well, you know, Pioli there, that, that was that was really that that you know, uh, New England way trying to do things. You know what I mean? And that's why it was it was so rocky, like it was, because it was they was trying to bring a whole different culture into a place. It was like, wait a minute, hold on. You know, we don't really they're, ride they're, like that. They're, they're bringing a culture to a place that didn't need that culture. We already had it. Right. We already had a culture. I'm in yes. high school, so I was in high school in Jupiter. I was watching the Chiefs. So people like, man, when you start like the Chiefs, I'm like, man, being in Eldorado County, like Butler County Community College, oh, every Sunday you're going to watch nothing but the Chiefs. That's that's, that's what's on. You yeah. see the Cowboys because that's America's team, but you always going to see the Chiefs. If you was in Nebraska, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, you you always seen the Chiefs game, and even in Texas, because the Cowboys yeah. and all – Catching the cheese game, you catch all the AFC Denver. You catch all of that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was watching it, man. Like, so, so we think we think the part of the problem is because so much money is just tied up on one side of the ball. Now, Jaron Reed, we thought Jaron was going to come in and do a lot more than what he's been doing, right? And I, I don't know, it, you know, maybe it's him still trying to. I don't know, but you know, we it's already week six, so I mean, it's not like he's a new guy that's you know just coming to the league. He's been in, so. What year is this for him? Yeah, what, eight? Something like that? Yeah, so, he, you know, he ain't no spring chicken, you know? So, I'm wondering, is it, is it money because it's tied up on offense so much? And like you said, 
look, we got to make sure that we are protecting the breach truck. We're protecting 15. We got to make sure we get pieces. And all we're going to do is outscore everybody. If we get a defense that is serviceable, right, to keep this – if we keep teams under 28 points, right? This is say you were you you said serviceable. That's 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 what we that's that's but that's the mentality we're looking at. Is that what you think? Wow. So that's, that's I, when I look when I sit back and look at the roster and I'll go go through it and look at it, right? Come on. Yeah. When you know, and nothing against Cleese. Need another big backup tight end. You know, in the NFL, you gotta have two tight ends, two solid tight ends, man. You know, I mean, everybody yeah. go ace personnel, eleven personnel. You you. You need that. Yes. Yeah. We can't do that consistent. We still need a big target at wide receiver. Uh, what's the name? Has it, but he doesn't. You don't know if he's going to give it. You don't know what you got. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when you take away Hill in 87. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Well, you ain't going to take away 87. That's, that's, to me, that's the most consistent piece of our entire team. Yeah, but, but teams know that, right? And so teams are sitting there saying, look, we are not going to let – 10 and 87 beat us. We're not going to let them beat us. If, if Look, we'll let him have like the little, the, the little, you know, 10 yard, 15 little routes. Let him get his 10 catches. You know, Kelsey, let, let, let him get his 10. Let him get his 10, right? I'm going to get in his zone. have 10 catches, 89 yards, 100 yards, well, maybe one touchdown. But guess what? Sometimes some of his catches and stuff be coming at the end of the game in garbage time, bro, when we're trying to come back. And he gets open somehow, just being, just being. I'm calling a spade a spade because if you pay attention, they be bracketing him so much. Oh, they got no choice. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, have to, have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. They bracket him. It's so crazy though. They put two on him and two on Hill, and 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 that's how uh, seventeen and everybody else be getting oh, off. Right. That's the only reason they be getting off. That's the only reason. Yeah, yeah. I told, but that's like I said. That, that's what they was gonna do. Like I said, when you've seen that blueprint from Tampa, they, that's what they wanted to do. Get Kelsey at the line of scrimmage, right? Give him a little bit here. Disrupt all the, the timing of it. If we could just get home, you know, on Mahomes and, and create pressure, that's what we want to be able to do. Once he ain't back then, so, get his ass off the spot. If you get him off the spot, that's all That's, that's all they want to do, get him off the spot. But, I mean, right. ideally, we know it, though. We, we go back and forth about it. Our offense is what's got us our Super Bowl. Just keep it in 100. Uh, we, we we would probably had another Super Bowl if the boy didn't jump off sides in the AFC Championship game. That's in uh, where is he at now? D Ford, San Francisco. Yeah, before. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So you look at certain <laughs> things, and you know you, you you Frank Clark, and this is the thing. Everybody's mad at Frank Clark, but watch watch me tell you that Frank Clark gonna finish the season with about six or seven sacks, and everybody gonna say he had an okay year. That's that's the thing. <laughs> it's gonna say all right if he finished with seven sacks. You can't say he had a bad year. Right? Or am I wrong? Uh, well, uh, I, I'm going to say you're wrong. I would look at it. I don't think six or seven sacks is good enough uh, for what he's not, not for, not for what? Not for what we paying him. Not but, for him. Right. Let's just, just keep it, you know, when you look at Miles Garrett and everybody else, if you look at the sack leader in the league right now, besides Miles having that four and a half in one game and my man in Arizona, Ain't nobody just ain't nobody out there just getting a bunch of sacks this season. No, no, no. Hey, that white boy's got he's getting one or two almost every game. Max Crosby? No, no. Why? 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 Up here. Is it Watts, little brother? Yeah. Little brother oh, out there yeah, TJ. TJ. Yeah. But he's always blitzing, man. You gotta think about the Oh, okay. That little dude getting a sack every game. Both of my Okay, okay. If you want to say that though, it's all about how they use you as a schema for defense. There's no difference from when Seattle used Jamal Adams a certain way. It's all about who you designate to use to make your defense go. You play to my screen. Right so all right, let's so who makes our defense go right now for the Chiefs? Technically, it's supposed to be Chris Jones. No, no, don't say technically. Who makes our defense go right now? It's supposed to be Chris Jones. Matt, uh, Tyron, honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. He, he, he's the one to make our defense go. And that's who I felt. He, he's supposed to make our defense go. No, nobody up front, not Chris Jones, nobody. Because guess what? At the end of the day, Honey Badger sometimes line up at linebacker, safety. Yes. He's the one that when we need that big blitz or something, and he comes through. He's he's the guy. The guy, yeah. So he's the same guy that was pointing out the finger. His game needs to step up too, though. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not giving nobody no 
fuck what you did last year. You know how I go. Oh, that's last year. New team, new year. What you gonna do this year? That's the only way you keep your job. So the way you're gonna get paid. You need more production out of him. He, yeah. but he's also frustrated. He's frustrated. He's frustrated. He's frustrated. It's kind of hard because I bet you he want Chris Jones back in the middle. Oh my gosh. Well, shoot, and, and the thing is, look, especially his position, he needs that help. He needs the help around. He needs guys to be, you know, on their A game. Like I need that D line. We know at, at front seven, we you need that pressure on that quarterback. Man, yeah, we, we gotta create pressure. If not, what ends up happening, right? Where his strength may not be covering guys, you know, the best cover of safety. He knows that gets exposed all of a sudden because now the guys ain't getting home. The guys ain't creating the pressure. You create pressure on it, man. It look, then he, he becomes more dynamic. So that's why he's like, that's why he's throwing his hands up, like, yo, man, what's up? Like, how come everybody's not where they're supposed to be? And so it makes him seem like, you know, he's not doing his job or he's not as good because everybody else, like, is not creating the pressure. And I'm not saying that he, he's he – will, he will criticize himself. Look, if you're a good player, I don't care who you are in the NFL, if you can't criticize your own play, right, and know what your, maybe your weakness what you need to work on, then you just arrogant. You just there, – there's really no hope for you. Because if you sit over as a, as a player and say, look, I'm just so good, you know, I don't need no work, nothing like that. But I, I don't see him him being like that. You know what I mean? I believe he's one of those that he's making sure the guys, like you said, are holding somebody accountable. He's going to go hold the guys accountable. And that's what his job is to do. You're the captain of the defense. You, you know, you've been in the league long enough to know what guys should and should not be doing. And he knows that. So, yeah, it, it is that frustration. You know, he, he's going to take a guy like, you know, Bolton under his wing. He's taking, you know, uh, uh, Thornhill. He's taking them on the wing, the, the corners. He's taking them on their wing, right? You got some young guys back there, man, that secondary. So, and that's another thing. We're a young team, so it's not like they know how to. Yeah. First thing, never, never, uh, they never understood what's really be going. That's another thing. We hit bumps and rolls. It's still not the same team. Even though we went to the Super Bowl, it's still not the same team. And that's, that's what people feel to realize. Guys are still trying to learn each other. I get that too. I'm just more criticized because I see what's going on. I just don't sometimes like, I don't like the play calling sometimes. There's just certain things. And it's just like, for instance, we need safety help. This guy's like DJ Swingerger. He's a game cop. I'm not just saying because he's a game cop, but a guy that could bring that energy that's ready to help. He's he's an upgrade over Sorensen. You know what I mean? Now, Sorensen, you just go play special teams, let DJ get out there, bring that hard hammer hit, and we could do some things. Or, you know what I mean, just that, or even a linebacker, you get a veteran guy like Craig Robinson, come in. There's certain guys that's out there, I be looking, because I work with a sports agency, I be seeing some guys out there that, hey, you sign them just for the presence, and now the way the World League is, you sign them to the practice squad if you want to, you know what I mean? They on the street, you sign them to the practice squad, and then get them in this, see, all right. Yeah. Yeah, it worked out. You know, with the way the rules is now, this is the best. Hey, you ain't kidding. You, you know what I mean? Just I I just want to see I want to see more activity. That's one thing I I, I hate Scott Pioli, but one thing I can say, man, every Tuesday I don't give a fuck you winning or losing. Got at least ten guys in there working out. Always, always got guys working out. Always, right? You know what I mean? Because you just never know. And then I like guys working out because I don't want guys getting comfortable. And I feel like too many guys are comfortable on the Chiefs roster right now. They are comfortable. Boy, that's who. They're comfortable. When I say comfortable, these guys are comfortable. I'm like, comfortable, bro. You, you may I don't know. You said that. I, I, I thought the same way. I said, man, it seems like there's a lot of comfortable jokers out there right now. You know what I'm a saying? Lot. Like, I don't, I don't see like that, that gnawing, scratching effort. You know, to, to make a play. I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that as they call it hustle play, but I really call it effort, whatever you want to call. It. I, right. I, I can see more of that, especially on special teams. But guess what? If you a guy that ain't playing, you want, in order to get snaps, you got to, especially DBs, you got to dominate on special teams to even get listening because you already know. Come Thursday practice, if your name ain't number one on that depth chart for special teams or number two, you inactive this week. <laughs> so, so, and you wonder why you keep being inactive because you don't do nothing on special teams. You got to be a game changer. Yeah. When guys realize that, bro, they they'd be a lot better in the NFL. Period. Overall, not just on the Chiefs, just overall in the in, in the NFL. Because I be being a sports agent and recruiting guys. I'm like, man, you don't play special team? Nah, that what? That's a, do you not understand? That's a difference in you dressing on Sunday sometimes. 
I didn't even know that. If you ain't the starter, bro, I don't mean you just <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Now you over there spit some off season drinking Gatorade the whole game, bro. They <laughs> get paid. But then when it's time, nitty gritty when teams want to see if you can play, they might go with a younger guy because you've been in the league so long, you still don't got enough film because you always inactive. And that's the thing you got to tell kids in college, though. It's like, you know, if, if, if given the opportunity, um, you go in and you try to make make that that make that job at special teams and at anything they ask you to do. You know, if, if I got to play uh, practice squad because you don't have a, a spot on me for the defense or the offense, I'm practice squad. I'm going to take that check. I'm going to take this time to learn. I'm going to take this time to get better. If you want me on special teams, put me where you need me at. Where you need me at, running down as a gunner, hold up, man, where's Buster? I'm your guy. Yeah. That's when you got to leave your pride. And leave your, what they said, check your ego at the door. But they don't understand. I used to be on kickoff return. That pay of performance, baby. Just go out there, especially got that kicking, kicking in the end zone. That's a game, son. That's a game check. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they, they don't get that, man. That's that all season when we go on to Vegas. We go, we go on vacations in March. You dealing with the wrong kids. You dealing with some that think that they got, they gonna start and be a star overnight. That, that them, them the wrong kind. And, oh yeah, Marcus. And going with like the whole uh, being lack of uh, activity from the front office, it's we, we are getting guys who are fifth round, sixth round guys who you know like like Mike Dana, for example. He's a fifth round guy, you know that was was playing special teams, and all of a sudden he's our leading sack leader right now with three sacks on the squad. So it feels I feel like Veach is like trying to find, to find the hidden gems, and I mean he has done a good job of that, but there are a lot of like you know guys kind of like pulling their weight. Uh, yeah, okay. it's like when you find hidden gems, it's like going to the casino. I'm gonna play instead of playing the high limits, I'm just gonna play the penny machine. You wanna you want you want risk but low risk. You're scared that you wanna you wanna gamble, but you don't wanna gamble. You just saying you did it to say you did it. Like we ain't never been you think about it. Kansas City ain't never been in a play really for big free agents. That's just that's not that's that's never been that's never been the model like that. Even when no, I get it, but this this past season was what was kind of difficult for the entire team because what we showed in that Super Bowl was that we had no offensive line help. So that was our first priority going into that entire offseason, mm-hmm. offensive line help. You know, we go get the big guy from Baltimore, we get guys through the draft, and we do need a young linebacker, so we get both. I understand we had to address all those issues first. It was unfortunate that we had the linemen go down as they did. And so that, it, that, it created... That's the only thing I can say because we was getting away with the line we had, man. We Fisher, come on, man. This guy's been boo-boo since we got him, bro. But, but he had good chemistry. He had chemistry with no, the guys. Saying, but you think about it. Think about it. And, J.D., you can testify to this. Offensively, y'all scheming. So, if the guy, even though y'all know a guy sucking your team, he can't really block, if we could just run the zone just a little bit one time, if you just do enough, you'll get, just pinch him. If you can just pinch him a little bit, they can go the other way. So, that's what they've been able to get right now. The chemistry started working well together. We're right in there. And that, that's what helped us. You play with guys, you start building that chemistry. We didn't have the best O-line. Mahomes was just athletic enough, and he was running for his life then. He was just an athlete. So it's not – we can say we did it like, yeah, he's doing good. Don't get me wrong. But I still said we could have did something else. I mean, shit, Yeah, I, but granted, I, though, I was if, I was if you say the fish not that good, imagine him getting hurt and you having to play a guy that's – Behind him, that's not as be- that's not better than him. No, you're right. But some of the guys that we should have been playing when we had the opportunity, we wasn't playing them. Once again, the GMs and coaches be thinking they can slip, be slick. Oh, let's hide a guy and da da da, so we can slow down his development. When a guy's developing, you don't hire no guy. The object is to what win by any means necessary. You gotta play your guy. Can't keep kind of high guys and it's too long. The time he's developing, it's too late. When you need him, because then guess what? If JD was to get hurt and the backup tight end ain't got no reps since training camp, and y'all don't never give him no chance, when he get out there the game, it's 50 50 because you're putting that pressure on him. Oh, you might go out there and have a good game, might not. Right. <laughs> Especially with what There's no difference from the tight end in Atlanta pits right now. He's just now coming along right now. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, before then, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't making no noise at all. He wasn't making no noise beginning the preseason, none of that. He made his first touchdown week what week five. Okay, 
that's bad. That's that's just it's, whatever they're doing out there is bad on them. You don't pick a guy in the first round that high and he doesn't he start producing this late. That's instant. If I'm gonna pick a guy that 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 high in the draft, first round, what was he number two pick? Three, right? Three, right? Three. I think well, you top five either way. You are supposed to come in right away and be uh, a, a playmaker. You don't you don't show show signs this late in the season. That's not what they pick you for that that high in the draft. But I see this is the thing when we go back to the draft. I still feel like you could be the number one pick in the draft and still an undrafted guy. Not all talent turns out to be what they pick, though, Sean. But that's all I'm saying. But when yeah. you pick, if you get the first pick, Sean, you're not gonna pick somebody that's gonna say, okay, we might get him down to, in the fifth or sixth, uh, tenth game. No, if I get a guy within the first five picks, you are I'm, coming out. You they want to start, and you're supposed to come in and make an immediate impact. Exactly. You don't make impacts down the road. You are immediate. That's not what I'm picking you for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're looking at a guy like like Jamar Chase, right? Jamar Chase come out, he's balling. Yeah, I mean that's, that's what you expected mm-hmm. for him to come in and do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, especially like at a high pick. But look, you said they went at the offense lineman, which they should, right? They they need to protect Mahomes. My question I'm having is this. I think we had an issue and a problem with some of the the D-line and the pass rush last year. And Danon being a six-round pick, I think he's got some hunger to him, right? He, I can see now with him, I see that hunger in him. I, I mean, it, you can tell he's he's making an effort to do some things out there on defense. And so we still need a stellar guy. We need, we need another guy that we know was dynamic. going to be consistent, but then yeah. I we got to go for him. That's what I'm looking for. One or two. Remember, uh, what's 99 Saunders? Why doesn't he play a lot more? It just, it just, some of the stuff just be weird to me because guys show flashes of being good players now so you don't see them like Saunders. I thought he's going to be a good, a good fit. So that's why I was like, when we signed Jerry Reed, I was like, why? 99 was cool. We, we, we cool. We could have got a real true pass rusher to help Frank on the, on the other side because that's the problem. Hey, I can't defend everybody, man. I just know that the guys that are on the field of what we got is what we got. You know, I know through the draft and through free agency, we had to upgrade the line. That's number one priority. Now, for whatever's on defense is what we got, that's what we got. And if they got to make it work for whatever players that we got and it's not working, we understand what the offseason needs to look like. Yeah, I remember this African dude told me one time, he was telling me about his son. You're like, J.D., man, like he's not hungry anymore. Like his stomach don't touch his back. His stomach don't touch his back. You're not hungry no more. I was like, wow, I ain't never heard it like that. Well, sometimes, man, when you when you get in and you get success, and like you said, sometimes you hide players, that may be what it is, right? And I'm, I'm kind of with you. Some, and look, I've been watching D-line play. I, and, and, and I'm saying this, see, what? You checking in? I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> I just don't think we hide players. I just don't think. No, no, no. I'm, Granted, I yeah. love everybody on the squad, guys. Check me out. I, I like the, I like my, my my players. I just don't think we have those impact players. That's okay. just all it is. Outside of Chris Jones, we don't have those impact D linemen. We didn't. Chris uh, uh, Reed has not turned out to be the defensive lineman we thought he was going to be. The experiment thing with Chris Jones hasn't worked. Throwing back in the middle. So whatever, whatever it is. Our defensive guys are what they are. Just like my man Green, what's the coach at Arizona? They are what we thought they were. That's great. You know, yeah, our great. defense is what we what we have shown. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah, yeah, to a certain extent, but I still like other guys should be playing though. Play them. See what happens. I, I'm cool. But we do. That. That's what. That's okay. what, that, that, that's what I'm getting at. We, we don't play them, so we you ain't gonna never know what they can do. That's what I said. You hide a guy because there's some guys that I'm telling you that should be playing. Like, come on, yeah, come I, on. I never, I never forget when Tennessee the Titans did that. And I, to this day, I hate Jerry Gray, uh, the defensive coordinator when I was there in Tennessee. They 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 made me inactive one game because they wasn't happy with the way I was playing. So what that do? That pissed you off and make you motivated. You gotta you gotta you gotta do that to somebody. Right, you sure. got to do that to somebody. Right, so, somebody's eating your brain out the table. If I do that, Eve, I sat you down, made you an actor. Oh, they fuck with my money upstairs. I'm finna come back. I'm finna kill somebody. That's just the nature of the game. 
like I said, at the end of the day, yeah, we might. We, you, I love my team. We got what we got, but guess what? They too fucking comfortable, bro. Flat out. I'm bringing. I'm if I if I reach, I'm bringing guys in every Tuesday, baby. <laughs> every Tuesday on defense, I'm making sure I have a linebacker every week. Well, we sure should have brought in all with me today. Yeah, but we didn't. Exactly. Why? Why? Because the motherfuckers upstairs don't want to spend the money, bro. I'm telling you. They're being tight with the budget right now. And don't be surprised if a trade go down before on the trade deadline, bro. Just you know, right he, look, he, he was looking for, for a market price, too. You know what I'm saying? He, he knew right now that it was prime time for him because a lot of teams wanted it. And he knew it like, look, shoot. Hey, I'm going to play this thing like a fiddle right now. I'm going to get what I'm going to get. But I, I, I don't see... This is what I don't understand, though. Yeah, I do. You take it back. I understand the money. The money's good, right? But also, too, <laughs> but what I understand, we had three, three million. I think Green Bay has five million. So it ain't that three. Yeah, five? Guess what? You know, you know, but Green Bay, Green Bay is supposed to be the team out the NFC to 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 make that big dance. That's why they. That's why Jalen Smith went there. That's why they got him. Uh, uh, Jaden Smith, don't know, didn't I, okay. I've been in Dallas way too long and watching that dude play. Didn't nobody really want Jaden? No, I know that he's trying. You see what I say on Twitter about him. But he went to Green Bay and still going to make his money. Guess what? Green Bay needed a linebacker. Guess what? Green Bay picked up Mercy. Green Bay, trust me, they smart. They know what they're doing. Because guess what? 12? Everybody said 12 don't got it. You see, A-Rod got that spark back. They got to get past yeah. AZ and they got to get past Tampa. Yeah, but guess what? I'm going to tell you what. AZ going to nut up because Kyler Murray's going to try to do too much. And when he does too much, they're not that good. Still got Tom Brady? You still got the Rams? I don't, the Rams is a front runner to me, man. They, they do all that. They do all that. Da, 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 then when the playoffs come, they nut up, bro. Come on, man. Hey, hey. hey. All the way hey. you want. So 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 what do you so what, what do y'all would you say? Do we go after a big name guy right now for a trade? Who's the big name about, guy? Who's available? They were talking about uh, what's the name of uh, down there at uh, Jacksonville, Allen. You know, Josh, Josh Allen. If we get Josh Allen, look, I I give up a pick for him. Absolutely. Yeah, I would right now. I he, he's right he's that type of guy. He's that type of guy when this defense would absolutely make it. That much better. I'm talking about not not just a little bit that better. Makes me even mad. Let's take it back. We could have brought Just Justin Houston back. We didn't even bring him back. Could it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought we were gonna do. But was this a bad blood that happened between them? Something happened, right? Didn't... It couldn't have been because I saw on Instagram he posted a picture of the helmet. Uh, because I sent it to Marcus. Yeah. Yeah, but he painted it and they don't have he bought the helmet itself, I think. That's irrelevant, though. My point is that he I'm was making a point. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, he, look, look, I, I just give me a cup and have the teeth on it. I, I might still have some bad blood. I might just be, you know, fronting out there. I might just be front. Are we good? We good? Shoot, behind closed doors? Hey, man. He jokes on one today and one deal me right. So might, he, he might have been bringing some buzz so everybody could be talking about him to bring him back. Look. And look well, either way, they, we didn't bring him back. We should have. Right, I'm just saying, organizations, that, look, they don't care what the fans think. Like you said, Beach ain't going to care about they're going to do what they want to do. They're going to do it in the, you know, in, in what they feel is necessary for the team. I think if you're going to go after a big name guy, go ahead and go after him, right? Give up a pick for a guy like that. Well, we need to make a move. What's, the, what's our next one? Yeah, uh, I will say, Whitney Merciless, I, I read a report that he turned down more money from another team to go to Green Bay. Um, uh, so, uh, our next uh, topic. Um, so during Monday nights of uh, ESPN's uh, pregame, Alex Smith say he pointed to the Redskins game as a game that we're going to look back to at the end of the season as the game where the Chiefs turn it around, spe- specifically the offense. What, what, do, do you agree with that? What, what's your I take? Hope on so. that? I hope so. I mean, I saw a lot of good in the offense to where we didn't let, we didn't look for all the big chunk plays. We took what the what the defense gave us, and when the, when the chunk play opened up, we took advantage of. It. You know, Pat still made some Pat plays, of which we know is going to happen. And the thing that that surprised me the most was, uh, you know, just the the bad mistakes that we made. Uh, you know, him trying to force stuff. You know, and, and that's the thing that me and Sean talked about earlier in the episode. Uh, but I think he's he's understanding that. I think he's able to to, ca- uh, to not, not capitalize, but to understand and, and to make those corrections moving forward. So I, I like that. I like that uh, analysis. 
Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I think so too. I understand too, though, what we about to go through too. Uh, we got to start winning because shoot, we're gonna lose our offensive coordinator this year. You're gonna get a head coach of y'all somewhere, whether it's college or the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think EB is yeah. You know what I mean? is definitely in line for So this is gonna be the time we gotta really see where our team is. I want to say the Washington game. I, it's gonna be these next. This next by November 14th, these next four games to determine what type of team we are. We gotta go three and one in these next four games in order to see if we're gonna be able to contend to really contend late in December and January in the playoffs. That's how I, that's that, that's how I see the breaking point because right now we three and three. We go three and one, we be six and four going into this basically December looking kind of good. That's you doing that. You, you, you I'm gonna say win all of them. I, I don't even. I don't even want to see a loss. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's just hard though. I wish I said that because y'all think about it. It's hard in the AFC right now. I, I'm all right with that. I'm saying win all of them, Sean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I'm just saying it's hard. We, I just, I feel like I'd rather us be the wild card team. I'm just saying that right now because when we're hot, we hot. And we, when we, when we just step it in and we want, oh, let's just. Let's test the waters. We be flat. You look at it, look at all our games this season. Oh, I know. They been know. Flat. We come out too flat. We're not. A, we, we play. We play in the second half. We're too flat. Yeah. I said. I say the next four weeks, we we should win every every single one of them. I think Green Bay may be the test. Come in right. I mean, it's just that, gonna that, be. That, that's that's that, and that's that's why I said yeah. three and one. That's right, that's right. I got my three and one from because the Green Bay game scares me. And especially yes. the way our defense is, and we mm-hmm. can't get no pressure on A-Rod, 500 yard passing game. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. But the thing is, man, and we just kind of talking about like this past week, I, I think it is, you can look at this game and say, look, you, you keep the losing teams losing, teams you should beat, Washington we should have beat, right? But I think we played, look, defense did a, a, a tremendous job, okay? Hats off to them, they did a good job, man. I watch this game, I always watch the game, you know, before I get back on here, and I just I, I critique everything. They did a good job. They gave up, you know, of course, the big play at the one. But look, they fell for the the, the quick little screen. That's what it was. A <laughs> fake screen, you know, hit them over the top. Miss tackle, and then the miss tackle, the miss tackle, miss tackle too. Right, right, miss tackle, and then offensively, we did a good job offensively. But I, the ball was on the ground a little bit too much. Then same thing. It was like settle down. Look, Patrick picked the one up. You ain't got to throw the ball. You don't have to throw it. Right, eat it. Take a knee, hey, line up, let's hit him over the head again, right? So he had to throw that, that that ball. And I think sometimes when you get used to just doing things over and over again, right, and you just think that you can you, go, you just make and manifest plays any way you want to because, you you know, you got the stellar arm, you can do certain things other people can't do, then it, it you just – that's what you constantly believe. And sometimes, like he said, man, this week he was doing a lot more check downs. I've seen that he he was. He, he was taken down to his backs. McKinnon did a good job. Uh, you know, we got guys that catch the ball out the backfield. Yeah, guys can get open. We talk about the big body. I think Josh Gordon is going to come in. He's going to help out. Hadn't really did it yet, but I think he's going to work into this offense a little bit more. Now, I will say this. There was some good protection. They did a great job against Chase Young this week. They did a real good job against Chase Young. And I, I, I'm going to say this. <laughs> And Washington's a good – that's a good defensive line. That's, that's a good defensive line. Yeah, they're a good defensive line. Absolutely. Absolutely. They got some real boys over there. And so, when I seen uh, – Reavers did a good job at right tackle. He did. He did a good job. And I watched him. I watched him specifically. I'm just like – because I know they was talking about Yang, how he was doing, you know, how his leg and stuff like that. Look, if Reavers was solid this week, maybe Yang give him another, you know, rest this week. See what you can do, and then just build on it from there. But if you just you just constantly just like look, man, let's just worry about this one game. Stop looking at and, and listening to all this noise out here because it's just gonna be noise. You know, it's just gonna be noise. And we, look, we know it's playing ball. The locker room, the locker room is the one that you need to worry about the most. Control what you control. All the boys in there, y'all all in there together. Y'all trying to win this thing together. Don't worry about who's saying this over podcast. Don't look. Don't worry about what we saying. You know what I mean? Don't worry about none of that. Don't even get into no arguments with anybody. Just go out there, do your job, do your work, man, and just handle your business. But is this the turning point, though, JD? 
Is this the turning point? Green Bay game would be the turning point. That I, I look at that game as being a turning point. What is it going to be? Like you said, is, is it going right, right here? Where is it going to be? But I think Green Bay is going to be the test. If you if you rock these another these next four out, they're gonna be all right. Like I said, I, I think they they end up 13 or 4, 12 or 5 at the worst. But I believe they they can they can finish up 13 or 4 easy. I do believe yeah, that. I, I, I said I said I, I thought we were gonna even before the season, I felt like we would win at least 11, 12 games, period. That's that's just I just felt, you know what I mean? I didn't think we were gonna lose our games early. I thought we were gonna lose our games later in the season because we've been trying to arrest guys and then that that's that's when I was thinking. Right. But now it's on the flip side because we're gonna get stronger as the as the season goes. As long as we don't have no injuries, bro, we're gonna be straight. Yeah. And somebody it's, 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 something's gonna happen. Something's gonna give. And I think something might happen for the trade deadline. I'm just being honest with you. My spotty sense is something, so. something, something might happen. If it don't, that's all I know. We, that means we really got everything we need to ride. That's how they feel. But I feel like this one missing piece, and then, you know, hopefully, like I say, if Gordon can get out there, that's going to help our offense, really, because guess what? Who are you going to double? You know why Tom Brady and them are so good right now? You got Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and Good, And then you got uh, then Grunt. And you got Owens. That's five receivers. Then you got a running back for that, and you got the other kid uh, out the backfield. That's seven receivers. That's why you run spread all the damn time. Who you gonna cover? You can't double. That's what we're missing right now. Because as you see, we double Cleese, we double uh, Hill. Yeah. Then we get to we we panic. Yeah. Gordon's gonna be that deep threat. Somebody that can stretch the field for us. everything, bro. We, we 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 we. I'm telling you, Gordon is that missing piece on offense to help us. Offense. We still gotta find the defensive piece, and it still be out there. Whether that's getting somebody a veteran, all right, next, there we go, baby. Whether it's somebody we get a veteran on the defensive side out there, mm-hmm. come, you know, somebody on the couch right now waiting, waiting to after week after uh, week eight to get called up to get ready to come back and play. They get oh, in the for, right sure. for sure. Come on now, <laughs> waiting like that by the phone, looking at it. <laughs> waiting, you already know. Well, I, I hope I hope it works out that way. I mean, I I really do. All right, so we got our final topic. It's, uh, we talk about tests. We have a big test this weekend. Tennessee, you know, obviously they're coming off the, the big win against Buffalo, and we're going to Tennessee this weekend. And uh, Chiefs are currently a five-and-a-half-point favorite at Tennessee. What are your score predictions, and who do you guys have winning this one? I think Sean already gave his, what you say, 31-24? Yeah. J.D., what you got? Oh, man, you know what? It's, it, it's a hostile environment down there, man. They play well in Nashville. And so – I think also too, uh, are, they, are they gonna have are they gonna have the, the guys out outside? AJ and Julio, are they gonna be out there? They playing this week? They both que- got questionable tags right now. Questionable, you know how it goes. Questionable, uh, so they, they can be questionable playing. means they're playing. Yeah, they playing right. <laughs> one one of the two is playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I be trying to get that right for my fantasy. Well, like, Brown is definitely gonna play. I can see him playing. Julio's old head. You know, he, he can deserve well, – I'm already, I know, I know he's already missed a game or two, so he might be the one to sit out, if anything. Yeah, so, I, so I'm looking at right now. Uh, you say we're a five-point favorite? Five-and-a-half point, yep. Five-and-a-half. I'm going to go uh, 31-24. Okay. Yeah, see, same thing. So I, I like Brable as a defensive yeah, okay. defensive coach, and he did a, he did a good job. I don't say he did that that good of a job um, against Buffalo, but I, I like the way they played against Buffalo. So I I say 24-21. I don't think we get thirty points this game. Because guess what? They got a player named Jeffrey Simmons that's like Chris Jones, and guess what he plays at? Hey, I'm just saying he asked he asked for a big touchdown. No, 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 you're right. No, I, I like to, but I, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, I, you, I'm going with you saying about very being a defensive coach. And you was talking about the game for the game to win, for us to win in the trenches, both offense and defensive. We got to win in the trenches. And yeah. I, Tennessee offensive line is poop putt. They got guys banged up. They're not doing good. Oh, they, they got one down. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Lamar, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. They're not, they're not good offensively. That's why you see teams getting rushes on them. Ten Hills panicking. But I'm saying Jeffrey Simmons is going to get out, try to get after our, our, our offensive line 
So you were right on your predictions that it, it's a matter what's going on between the offensive and defensive lines for both teams. It's going to be yeah. what happens. So you still 31-24, JDU? Yeah, I'm still 31-24 because you know what? I'm going to tell y'all something. We're going to get a play on special teams this week. We ain't had one since the beginning of the opening day. So we're going to get another special teams play, man. I hope, that's, I hope that's the case. Come on, we need we need somebody back there returning the ball like Dante Hall used to. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> thank you, hey. thank you. Hey, look, hey, McCole, McCallman's that guy. He's got that twitch in him. You know what I'm saying? He's got that. He's got that lightning speed that you need. And he, look, yep. Because besides Dante, all the next guy we had was Dexter, Dexter uh, McCluster. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we don't have that. We need somebody back there. That's that's what sets up that stops them three and that was that the offense be yeah, having. Yeah. That's good field oh. position too. Right. Short field. Play on it. Shoot. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. What's it, if you get the ball on the 40 versus the 25? Come on. All we gotta do is 15, 20 more yards. We in field goal range. Let's go, baby. Gotta kick him. Yeah. Gotta kick him. Yeah, Bundy, yeah, that joker the bang one for 52 out. Look good. Mm-hmm. Good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's solid. So yeah, give him a chance. Anytime, he's going to be good. Yeah. So that's going to be a good one on Sunday. Um, and that does it for us, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Chief Concerns presented by Bet Online. Sean, it was awesome having you on, man. Really loved really loved getting what you say on Twitter on the show. Getting actually hear it. it was that, I appreciate it, man. Let me come back on again, man. I like it, man. You guys, We're going to get you back on. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. We're going to get you back right on. We're going to charge you $9.99. <laughs> 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 man, man, thanks for having me, man. Yes, sir, man. Enjoy. Appreciate it, my brother. Appreciate it, my brother. Y'all take it easy, fellas. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.